Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. What is going on, Black and White Sports and Black and White Sports 2 fans? Simulcasting the stream. I know that we actually said that we were going to go live at uh, 2.30. That was the plan. I just got back um, from the dentist, and then Rose is like, uh, we either need to make a video on this or go live on this. I was like, well, might as well just go live. So sorry for the people that were looking <laughs> for a 2.30. It'll still be up. I mean, we can leave it up. I would assume. Yeah, yeah, it'll be. A, we'll cut some videos out of this. Uh, give everybody an opportunity to get in here. Uh, man, Black and White Sports 2 is showing out, man. How do we let Black and White Sports 2 people beat Black and White Sports? The channel has 106, no, what, what is it? How many? 176,000 subs. And there's more people watching right now on Black and White Sports 2. Yeah, yeah. So we don't have we don't well. well we don't have a notification on black and white sports. Maybe maybe we did have one on black and white sports too. We did because you only we only put up one video over there yesterday. Oh okay. Well, so, I had already put out I already put out two over there today. So yeah, but thought, um, uh, but uh, the third uh, one um went out. Yep. Wait a minute. No, it didn't. Not yet. Yep. Now I got it. I got a notification oh. from uh, black and white sports too. So that's the reason why. But I did share on Black and White Sports the link. And smash thumbs up button, guys, if you do not mind. We're probably going to uh, keep this roughly around like an hour. Black Monday, Aaron Rodgers' uh, loss. He may be done. And I actually said before the season, I, was saying, I actually said, yeah, this is the last year. I said that before the season. Also, I said the same thing about uh, Brady, but we <laughs> will have to see on uh, Tom Brady here. So. I, I don't. I don't think Tom's done. I don't think Tom's done. Maybe before before the divorce. Yes, maybe I, it's a little bit open, more open now. Yeah, I mean, last I heard, um, somebody said that they really think he's got closer to two more years left than one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can so, still play. Aaron Rodgers can still play. It's just a matter on if they want to play. Both of them had definitely had down years. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was the MVP last year. And uh, last night, man, I watched the whole game. He was off. He was definitely off. And they they got swept by the Lions this season. But I was high on the Lions, though. Hey, I was high that's, on them. That, that's not our old Lions team. That's not an old no. Lions team. That, the, the, that, this ain't your Barry Sanders Lions. I mean, the Lions have sucked forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they that I team, mean, especially on offense, has got some real weapons. Uh, Jared Goff actually looks like a competent quarterback again. Um, Jamal Williams, uh, St. Brown, and Hutchison drafted out of Michigan. He turned out to be the real deal. 
he's the real deal on defense. He truly is. He should win a defensive rookie of the year. Sorry, Sauce Gardner, mm. but um, anyways, they might give it to Sauce. Yeah. I don't know. So both of them have had a great year, though, for rookies. Yeah. I think it is Aaron Rodgers' final pass could actually be a pick. And that was a hell of a defensive play by the um, by the Lions. And actually, Aaron Rodgers actually really threw two pits, but the other one was called back for um, uh, what was I think it was pass interference. No, no, it was holding. I believe on defense. So, yep. Let's see who we got in here. Uh, Gerald, I can't pronounce the name. Iron Man is here. Uh, Joe Bob Tarheel. Uh, Janie Kelly in the house. Bones Heimlich. Uh, Chipster is here. Uh, Bosek, Lute Stone, Vuhu, Ed B. Gotta be Brewer. I, I think I said Joe Bar Tar, Tar Heel already. Uh, Derek, Arizona Animal. Broadwick Brooks Sr. in the house. 40 chess player. Iron Thank Man. you guys. Can we get to 100 uh, subs? As of, as of right now, we have 54 watching on Black and White Sports and 41 on Black and White Sports 2. Smash the thumbs up button. If you would like to donate, donate via Super Chat or click the link uh, for Streamlabs in the uh, pinned comment. We appreciate the uh, financial um, support on these uh, live streams. Also, make sure if you're listening on podcast to subscribe through whatever fine podcast service you like to use the podcast is growing it will grow even more the more live streams we do so uh, long form definitely is the way to go over there on pod yep people driving to work and uh, listening to um to their favorite shows i actually used to listen to mike and mike when i used to work um regular job yeah because it would take me like yep. 30 minutes to get there i would listen to mike and mike in the morning yeah, I had this whole like pattern set up. I did Mike and Mike and rolled right into the herd, and then I rolled right into Ryan Rosillo, and then that's usually about the time I was out after Rosillo went off. Yeah. Now, now everybody's on pod. Now I listen to Rosillo on pod and Bill Simmons on pod, and um, I don't really listen to the herd on pod. John Middlecoff, his regular channel, which is on Collins feed. And then uh, Haberman, Middlecoff, Patriots Podcast, all those places. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to Colin in a long time. I will watch Colin's clips on YouTube, but that's about it. Like if I, if I've, like I always want to watch his weekly um, Sean Payton hit that he does, where he brings Sean Payton in and they talk for like fifteen minutes. I always want to see that because Sean Payton's damn good on television. Mm -hmm. If he wanted to stay on television, he could stay on television. Um, oh, yeah, 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 they are good. I mean, I've been listening to those guys for six or seven years now. I mean, John Middlecoff was a scout for the Philadelphia Eagles back in the day for Andy Reid. Chip Kelly fired John Middlecoff. Mm -hmm. and, and they also worked for the Raiders. Haberman did. The Raiders fired both of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iron Man sends us a $5 super sticker. 
Um, it says you're number one. That is from Black and White Sports too. We appreciate that uh that uh five dollar uh donation right there. The first one of the day. Really do appreciate that, guys. You guys don't know how much uh, those things actually do uh, help us. Um, because really, in a in a real world, we would love to actually do this every day. We actually yeah. experimented it with it um, a year ago. We tried it for five five days a week for the first three weeks of January last year, and unfortunately, it just it, wasn't. It hurt the channel. It, oh yeah, it hurt the channel real bad. Yeah, it hurt the channel. Bad. You know, I was actually watching Tim Pool. He was experimenting with it on um, Thursday and Friday. He said the same thing we said. He said that uh, it's kind of hurting the channel because uh, people are expecting, you know, they want just his um, 30-minute segment, and um, that was it. So we will figure it out. But I've got another uh, super chat here from uh, Andrew uh, Freed. From black and white sports, $10. I think the reason why the ex mainstream media assumes racism is because it's easier to call someone a racist than it actually is to find out why they are actually being fired. Now, that's a good super chat. We appreciate you. And that just can take us into uh, Lovey Smith. Yeah, yeah. I saw that yesterday, man. And I told you, man, Lovey Smith is a good coach. That Texans team was a disaster. But the way he actually had them fighting the last six games, they were not a joke. They almost beat the Chiefs. They almost beat um Tom Brady and, and the Bucks. No, no, it's Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, that's who it was. They were fighting, man. Look, Lovey deserves some credit. Frankly, so did David Coley, because neither one of those teams that they were handed. Neither one of them had any talent. They both were trash. They're devoid of actual roster talent. Um, they need several good drafts to try to build up. Lovey Smith was never going to be kept. He was never going to be kept. He was, he was a, a he was a Cully, He was a Cully holdover. Yeah, they pro they promoted Smith, and uh, I, frankly, I thought I thought Lovey. I, th I thought, kind of thought he overachieved myself. They won now, three games. <laughs> now, look, look for full disclosure, I'm a little biased towards Lovey because he's from my hometown, literally. When you enter my hometown, it says home of Lovey Smith mm -hmm. um, on it. So, yeah, I'm a little partial to Lovey, but he's a really good defensive coach. Uh, there's no doubt about that. At this point, most people feel like he's more of a coordinator than he is a mm -hmm. head coach. But – um, he just doesn't have any talent. He no, truly does no. not. But when uh, he does get it, talent, I mean, he took Rhett's Grossman to the Super Bowl. Rhett's Grossman. I went back to look today. He had um, he won ten or more games three times with the Bears. He went nine and seven one year, and went eight and eight w one year. In fact, honestly. The Bears have never gotten back to as good as they were with Lovey. No, no. And now they got I the mean, number one pick. <laughs> yeah, and they already got a quarterback. Isn't that weird? If you're them, do you think Justin Fields is the guy, or do you draft Bryce Young? That's interesting. They're, mm. they they're going to trade the pick, I think. So The Bears? Yeah. 
Think so? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because the top two picks are quarterbacks, and they just took one. Oh, yeah, true. You know? Now, when when it comes to um, – I forgot what I was actually going to say just a second ago. It just slipped my mind just now. Just slipped my mind. Now, oh, it, I know what it was. I know what it was. So, Cal McNair, Nick Casario, they fired Lovey Smith. Do you think them actually winning that game got him fired? I actually picked I think, the Texans to win that game. I think there's a chance, and I could have, look, I could have told Kyle McNair there wasn't a chance in hell that Lovey would possibly p- play to lose that game. No. no it is one, not, it's not in his makeup. He's one not going to do it. One thing about players and coaches. They never want to lose. The only people that want to lose is the general manager and the owner. The players have way, way too much pride, and they shouldn't go out there to lose. Because chances are, your team is bad. Chances are, you may not even be there next year. Lovey, look, Lovey's got a ton of integrity. There's no way he's going to go out there and try to play to lose. He's not. No. And he, he come out after the game and said it wasn't even a consideration. It wasn't even an option. Yep. Never even crossed his mind. But, but, I will say this. He made it very clear, very clear that he was playing to win that game. And do I think it probably pissed off Casario and pissed off McNair? Probably. But he was never going to be kept anyway. He could have won the last Probably three not. games of the year, and they wouldn't have kept him. Yeah, you know they, they would. Were, they, love. Were play, they were playing to win. Like Tampa Bay yesterday, they played to lose, pretty much. They would. They had love, everything locked up. They would love to hire Josh McCown, which is crazy as hell. But he doesn't. He's just like Jeff Saturday. He doesn't have any actual coaching experience really you know and uh so it's going to be interesting are they going to look in that direction i don't think so i think uh d'amico ryan's of the 49ers is going to end up getting that job the defensive coordinator the texans job yeah yeah yeah. he he played for the texans yeah i know but the thing the thing is man bat to bat seasons you fire a coach after one year so is the Texans' job that glamour, glamorous from that standpoint? Definitely not from a talent standpoint. I mean, if you hire somebody, and let's just face it right now, the Texans next year, probably same record. Okay? Are you going to fire your coach again after one year? No, they won't next year. There, there'll be a it, lot of heat. Oh, it, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they hire a white coach and he goes three and fourteen, and they don't fire him, oh shit! Oh my goodness! Because <laughs> oh, last shit. two coaches were black. Now, yeah, last yeah. two coaches are black, and that brings us to one Robert Griffin the third. Let me go ahead and share my screen right here. I came into the door from the dentist. I saw this, and then right after I saw this, I was actually making a thumbnail for um, – I didn't tell Rose this. I was actually making a thumbnail for the uh, the live stream at 2.30. He texted me about this. 
I'm, I was like, I, I'm already was, on it. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about shooting it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know what? What's kind of weird? There was a time when RG3 was like a little more, he was sort of known to be a little more on the conservative side. In fact, I can remember at one time, RG3 used to take heat from the black community because oh, they could, he had a he had a white girl. Well, they considered okay. him not woke enough. They remember the same thing they used to accuse Russell Wilson of. He wasn't black enough. That was yeah, the yeah. same thing they used to accuse uh, RG three of. He wasn't he wasn't part of their community kind of thing. Which see, but the, to, the thing about to me the is thing, though, ridiculous. It's you know? ridiculous, but you can really see that Russell Wilson is really really trying now. The thing about Russell Wilson is what I what I think is Russell Wilson clearly not all black per se. You could just look at him and, and tell. You know? His hairstyle, his hair, natural hair is different. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't even be a consideration, okay? Russell right. Wilson just sucks right now, you know, as a quarterback. But still. Anyway, Robert Griffin the third accuses Texans of being racist after firing Lovey Smith. It was inevitable that someone in legacy media was going to accuse the Houston Texans of being a racist organization after the team fired Lovey Smith on Sunday. To no surprise, ESPN's Robert Griffin III was the first to point the finger. According to uh, Griffin III, the Texans used, in quotation, Smith and former head coach David Culley to tank. The fact that uh, Smith and Culley are both black black men rubs the former Heisman winner the wrong way. And uh, this is what he put out, RG3. The Houston Texans have fired Lovey Smith after one year using two black head coaches to tank and then firing them after one year shouldn't sit right with anyone. What are your thoughts on that tweet? Well, I think it's ridiculous because, A, they, let's see, two years ago, they hired a black coach. And then last year, they hired a black coach. Yeah. Back to back <laughs> years. You know, back to back years. Yeah. And I, I'll make, I'll make and, the case. And their number one contender for the job, they think, is mm-hmm. probably a black coach. <laughs> Domingo right. You remember, you remember Deshaun Watson was on that team and he was furious because he wanted a black head coach. They go out there and get him one. And then what he, then what he says, Oh, I want to get out of here. He just wanted out of town. Yeah. He just wanted out of town. That was it. And it was an excuse. Uh, you know, and, and what kills me is, you know, Lovey has got a 92 and 100 record. He's been he's coached twelve years in the NFL. Yeah, you know he, I mean he's that, never had a quarterback either. I think three separate teams, okay, three separate teams that have kept giving him a chance uh, at something bigger. Now I'll be the first to tell you I contend I would like to see the Bears maybe give him another year because they they of all years they let him go after he went ten and six. But he yeah. didn't make the playoffs that year. 
Um, and after a while, well, you know, there's always a theory that when a coach has been at a place too long, their voices start turning stale, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. The, mes- the message starts getting lost, I guess, unless you're Bill Belichick. Um, and Bill Belichick even- is probably on a hot, little hot seat a little bit with Robert Kraft. Well, he will be if he doesn't get rid of Patricia and and Joe Judge or at least reassign them to somewhere mm-hmm. else because, yeah, Kraft's not going to have that offensive situation they've got going on right now. Um, but, I mean, it's just foolish. It's a lazy take. It's not being able to understand that Lovey was probably going to be – he was probably going to be one and done anyway barring some kind of a – a miracle situation. Everybody knew he was kind of a uh, a get them by. Now Lovey Smith gets to make all that money just sitting around the house. If you really, if you look at it, and you know what, nobody ever talks about in these situations as they keep calling the NFL as a league racist and these teams racist. Have you ever truly met anybody that was a racist that that they would be okay playing paying somebody of color all of that money out of their pocket? No. no. I mean, you're talking about a league that has created generational wealth for for many, many black men. That doesn't seem yeah. like a, a racist league to me. Or or definitely a bunch of racist not. teams. See, See, I don't even see race. Now, you know I'm a Cowboys fan. Mike McCarthy is white. I want him fired. Not because he's white. I'd rather much rather have Sean Payton, who just so happens to be white, but he's a much better coach. Jerry Jones, please fire Mike McCarthy, no matter what happens. I don't care if you win a Super Bowl. Fire that man. Anyway, back to you, Rhodes. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, I, I I just don't see the point. I don't I don't see the connection between race and this and the hiring of head coaches. I think Brian Flores' lawsuit is utterly ridiculous. He's about to it interview Yeah, we're gonna talk to about in, that. He's about to interview for uh the defensive coordinator job in Cleveland because they fired their defensive coordinator. Um he had no actual reason to file that file that lawsuit, but uh, especially considering he was absolutely on the trajectory to get another head right. coaching job at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flores was considered a good coach, and mm-hmm. he might have been in the running to have gotten this Texans job had but, he not filed that lawsuit. Exactly, exactly. And, and yeah, I, I mean, who's going to jump out there now and hire somebody that's literally – suing owners in the league, which is the ones that's got to pay you. I mean, if you hire Brian Flores or anybody else that is is calling out people over race or calling out owners over race, you're literally saying, okay, so if you don't perform at the job, am I ever going to have the ability to let you go without fearing a lawsuit? You, you know, yeah. I mean, you bring in Brian Flores. Okay, he wins. He averages six wins a year for five years. Well, you know what, Brian? I don't think you're doing a job. Well, I'm going to sue you because I'm black. I, I mean, Brian Flores worked himself into a corner on this. And I can tell you right now, I 
with Lovey Smith, you could walk up to Lovey Smith right now, and I, I could look right at him and say, Lovey, do you think he was fired because you was black? And he'd laugh, and he'd be like, yeah. do not. Don't even bring that crap towards me. He would Did, be like, Didn't he already shut something like that down earlier this yeah. season? Somebody tried yeah. to race bait him on something. I don't, I don't yeah. remember exactly what it was. Yeah, him and Tony Dungy and Todd Bowles are all cut out of the same cloth. They're they're Bowles, not getting cool, down with that woke. bullshit. Yeah, mm, no. Yeah, not what's, at all. What's really funny about uh, RG 3s um, tweet right here? So using two blackhead coaches to tank. How is it that the Texans were tanking? They just stink. They suck. Even when Deshaun Watson was there, his final year playing twelve. They did not win. The Texans just stink. Poor ownership. I mean, it's not about tanking. The players, the coaches, they have too too much pride. They're not going out there to tank. The team just stinks. It's just that simple. Do you know who Robert Griffin's broadcast partner is in the college football booth? Who is it? Mark Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yep, that's who they got him oh. paired with every week for college football. It's the worst influence in the world that Robert wow. Griffin the third could have had. Yeah. Cause you know, he's a white hating son of a bitch. He hates white people with a oh, passion. Man. Is it safe to say that Mark Jones is probably the male version of Jamel Hill? He's blatant. He's blatant. Yeah. Wow. That is ridiculous, man. But I guess, you know what? I was actually thinking in my head when they fired Lovey Smith that somebody was going to bring up the racism angle into this. Somebody was going to do that. Oh, yeah. It was going to happen. It was, was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I figured it was going to end up being like uh, Jamel Hill or somebody like that, you know. Maybe she says something. I don't know. But, I mean, let's face it. it, This is on brand. I mean, it's ESPN. You know, even even though uh, Stephen A's kind of trying to, I guess he's trying to back them out of the corner or something right now, saying that they've went a little too far, getting too political on that channel. And that's still doing it. Well, he's kind of, he's trying to make it seem almost like that they used to be like that, but they're not really now, even though, they are because they were going after uh, Walt Disney, remember? Well, check this out. You know, ESPN and ABC, Disney may be getting very close to selling them off. Yeah. When was the last time ESPN ever made money for Disney? 10 years? Probably longer than that. Yeah. I mean, their ratings have tanked on every studio show they have. The only thing that draws ratings anymore for them is live, actual live sports. And the NBA is not, look, when they got in bed with the NBA, think about this. When ESPN got in bed with the NBA, they were having ratings that were still in the 20 million range for the NBA finals. And now they're down, like the highest rated finals game was like, seven and a half million do you know the advertising disparity revenue wise that that is monetarily 
And what's happening is ESPN's being backed in a corner where they're facing having to possibly give NBA, the NBA this massive raise. Which I is know. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous. T- oh, all, that, all all ESPN needs to do is look at those Christmas Day ratings. Yeah. Demolished by the NFL. Now, the NBA used to own Christmas Day, but even the ratings, yeah, they were up, but they were up from the lowest in 15 years. So they pretty much bottomed out in 2021. You know? Yeah, it, it's a bad influence for RG3 because, yeah, there was a time, especially around the time he was coming out for the NFL, that he was considered more of a really more of a conservative minded person. And I don't know if getting involved with the media is kind of, I don't know if it's like poison, (laughs) you know, if it just starts contaminating a person, you know, in, in certain ways, you know, because like Boomer Esiason, you know, he's a Republican, but he will hardly ever say anything positive about Donald Trump. Well, you know, the ones that are probably more silent on political issues and sports are probably more right leaning. Oh, you know, absolutely. because the left, the left, one thing they have done, they're definitely more vocal on stuff. Kind of like um, when you when you look at a Hollywood, you know, the woke leftists in Hollywood, Mark Ruffalo, Mark Hamill, they're vocal. The ones that are on the right that are still relevant, they're silent because they don't want to end up canceled like um like Hercules, you know? Uh like Enos Canner. Freedom. Yeah. I mean he's let's be honest, he's got no NBA career. There's no way that man shouldn't be on a roster right now in the NBA. Yeah. His last season that he played any real minutes, he averaged a double-double. Yeah. That was just two years ago. And as soon as he came out, his minutes with the Celtics just dried up, and next thing you know, he got traded and disappeared. Yeah, because he was going after uh, Daddy China. They punished him, you know? No doubt about it. Kevin Sorbo, you're right, um, yeah. uh, Joe Barb. I, just said, I said Hercules because I just couldn't think of his name. Dean Kane, James Dean Kane, Woods. Yeah, James Woods. Yeah. Gina Carano. Yep. Yep. You know, that's what happens. No, I mean, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Well, I mean, I just, I just don't see the relation here. Uh, I mean, everybody has known for a while that it was very, very likely and or possible from the very beginning that Lovey uh, might only get one year. Do I think Lovey could have kept this job? Sure. If he pulled a miracle and they went nine and eight, you know, or, or 10 and seven. Yeah. He probably would have earned himself another year. Six and 11. (laughs) He probably would have kept his job. Six, six and 11 might've earned him another job. I know they wanted to see how Davis mills was going to work out. I gotta be honest with you. I missed there. I thought Davis was going to be better than he was this year. And he wasn't. He didn't. He just didn't. He looked better the last seven or eight games of his rookie year than he ended up looking this yeah. year. 
Um, but still, for him to not even finish with the worst record, that's an achievement with this team. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Because I'm telling that the last six, seven games of the season, man, that was a different Texans team from the beginning of the season. They were better. They were fighting. But Texans decided to move another way. And now the Texans have got to compete against, uh, you know, Kingsbury got fired about an hour and a half ago. Oh, yeah. Two, two hours ago. So, you know, he I think he, he, he'll either go back to college and be a head coach or stay in the NFL and be a, a coordinator. Yeah. So I don't know. Let's um, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers on Rhodes. Yeah. Last night, I watched that game, and Aaron Rodgers is probably gonna retire. You just watching the way he walked off the field, arm in arm, didn't want to give up his jersey. I think he's. I think he's done. I think he's done. What about what about you? I'm leaning in that direction because um, he's he's flirted with this in the past too. Well, here's the thing: if we if we flash back to last year, because we went through this same thing last year, except there was uh, two other key factors last year. Aaron Rodgers flirted heavily with wanting to be traded. That he either wanted to go to the Niners or he wanted to go to the Broncos. Remember that? Nathaniel, he got Nathaniel Hackett a whole job. <laughs> yeah. He got a whole job because of Aaron Rodgers. And uh, this year, you flash forward, um, there is no Broncos gig. They've got Russell Wilson, whether they like it or not. And the 49ers certainly don't need him now because Brock Purdy's going to be the quarterback for the next yeah. like four, 14 years. I like Brock years. Purdy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime a rookie has an an eight-plus yard per completion rate, that's pretty that good. Guy, that guy can play quarterback. That's, that's good right. for a veteran. So That's good. Great for a veteran. Right. So going to another team, that door has probably closed. Does it look like he's got a couple of potential good wide receivers finally on that team that were rookies this year? Yeah. If he comes back next year, their offense, I think, could actually be better. I think the one thing we're not factoring here is I think maybe Aaron Rodgers recognizes that maybe his skills are eroding a little bit. Oh, definitely. He does not look like the same quarterback physically he did at the end of last year. He won the MVP right. last year. He did. Um, I think he, he's done. You, you can make retired. the case for Brady as well. I mean, it's very similar with him and Brady. I mean, Brady is running for his life over there in uh, Tampa Bay. But Tom Brady's 45. He's going to be 46 this year. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is, what, 38? 30. Yeah, he'll be 39, I think, if yeah. he comes back and plays yeah. next year. There's there's a or difference. Next season. There's a difference there, but there are similarities also as well. Aaron Rodgers' yards per attempt was not good. What was it, uh, six points? Let me pull it up here because I'm not even sure. It was six now, points something. Now, 
Is there a chance that that thumb has is, is legitimately bothered him all year on and off? Yeah, there's that chance. And if his thumb heals, maybe he'll throw the ball better. I think it's part of what's wrong with Dak right, right now. I think his thumb is doing Dak is really, really... I mean, you know what that that game? I was I was hoping let, we'd get into that. Let, after let me Rogers. get let me get into a rant on this. <laughs> Dak Prescott stinks. Dak Prescott is an interception machine. He's the hard. Cowboys did not show up yesterday. That was embarrassing. All you got to do is watch some of the members interceptions and the ball he's throwing. They're selling high. That thumb is still hurt. And he does not want to come out of the game because he's afraid he might not get his job back. He he had next time. He had fifteen interceptions on the season, or six, fifteen or sixteen, and he missed five games. But it's an outlier season. All you gotta do is look at his stats. He doesn't normally throw these kind of interceptions. I mean, his interception to touchdown ratio is usually pretty good. I, I did this video for Newsbreak just about like a week ago, and I went through his stats. This is this is an outlier situation for Dak. Um, I don't know. I'm starting to think maybe Dak needs to get out of town. Yeah, I, he, he's I'm probably start, peaked in Dallas. I'm starting to feel like, yeah, I, I mean. I mean, he was never a great quarterback. Well, look. Dak is Derek Carr. Dak is Jimmy Garoppolo. Dak is a 12 to 18 quarterback in the NFL. That's just all he is. And if the team is stacked, and I do mean stacked all around, you can win a Super Bowl with a guy like that. But the team yeah. is not the team yeah. is not stacked. And Zeke and, is Zeke is done. And does anybody remember me doing this video? Remember the day that Amari Cooper was traded and I said, oh, has anybody seen Dak's numbers with and without Amari Cooper? They're staggering. <laughs> the numbers, the difference, differences is staggering with Amari and without. And they didn't replace Amari Cooper. I mean, that wide receiver situation in Dallas is not great. It's not. No. no. I mean, C.D. Lamb and James Washington, who's been out mm -hmm. all year. I mean, Gallup is supposed to be what? I mean, and that's why they were flirting around with Odell and T.O.'s name. T.O. is never a consideration. I mean, look, if Dak was on the Niners, he'd look better. Let's be. I mean, he would just look better, right? Yeah, but I'm, I'm so tired of Dak, man. I'm tired of Dak. I mean, Jerry needs to really start looking for the next QB. But remember, Jerry, and this may be to a fault, Jerry loves his players, man. He just loves his players. Yeah. And I yeah, think he's it, a little bit too close to players. But, of course, he's the general manager as well. You know, he has relationships with these guys. That's why players just love Jerry Jones. Dak is 
Look, he's exactly where everybody else is that's not named Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. I mean, he's he's just right by Kirk. He's Kirk Cousins. That's Dak, okay? He's Kirk Cousins. He's he's Carr. He's Derek. Uh, Derek Carr. He's, he's Jimmy Garoppolo. And you guys know I like Jimmy G. But I like yeah. Dak, too. I do. I like Dak. I think he'd – you know what? Dak would be perfect playing for the Houston Texans. Get him out of Dallas. Put him down there. They would win a lot of ball games with Dak Prescott. Hmm. You know? I think Dak is better than Derek Carr, personally. You know, now Derek Carr, yeah, he throws too many interceptions. Yeah. He does. That's a good one right there, Derek Carr or Dak? Oh no, I don't even. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm I'm taking, I'm taking Dak. As long as Dak's healthy, I'm taking Dak. Man, the, I like Dak coming out of college, though. I did. I liked him coming out of college. I thought he was going to be a starting quarterback coming out of college. Hmm. So that maybe. I've always kind of been on. I was on Dak long before anybody else was on Dak. And I think the Cowboys realized, hey, we got a potential starting quarterback here. You know, yeah. this is a pretty good uh, super chat here from uh, Jay Blaze Eleven. Thank you, two dollars. Broncos, Texans, Cardinals. Which is the best job? Wow. I mean, I guess if you're looking long term, the Broncos. How long is Russell Wilson going to be there? God. Almost horrible contract. Draft picks gone. Yeah. Boy, that, but, but they got talent in other spots. The defense, the defense is good. They got, you know, they got, uh, they got some wide receivers. They got court Cortland Sutton up there. Yeah. Jerry Judy up there. Um, it depends on how much power a person's willing. In other words, if a, if you could walk in there, oh, you know what? I know how to answer this. It is the Broncos. You know why I'm going to say this? I think the Broncos, now that the Walmart ownership is in there, I think they probably yeah. got the best ownership situation, yeah. I would guess. Stable, What's, deep pockets. Yeah. You know, going to want to win. True. Yeah. What's, I mean, holding, what's holding the Texans back is the ownership. That's not a good look when you fire back to back coaches after a year. Arizona's so, not good either. No, I mean, they got Kyler Murray. I'm not big on Kyler Murray. I'm not. Oh, oh no. Oh, he's, you know what? You may be right about the Broncos. He's too but small. The Texans have a clean slate at quarterback because they don't have one. You could so, yeah. So you yeah. can go in I, I guess and a, it's kinda, and a bunch of picks. And a, and bunch, a bunch of picks. Yeah, and a bunch of picks. Yeah. From from the uh Watson trade. I guess you can say if you're a coach maybe going in for this year and you had power, you may want to go with the Texans because they have the second overall pick and Rose thinks that the Bears are gonna trade down. Yeah, well they, they drafted Justin Fields last year, so they don't need Bryce, 
You know, they don't need Bryce Young. They don't need uh, C.J. Stroud. They don't need Will Levis. So, yeah, I'm sure the Bears are open season on bidding to get out of that spot. Yeah. You know? That's a good question right there. Good question right there. Question is, we're fixing to find out, are they 100% sold on Justin Fields? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. I I would, if I was Arizona, I'd be figuring out how to get out of that Kyler Murray situation. I know. That, they are, I was looking at the dead cap on his contract. I'm going to tell you something crazy. The, the Broncos, the Browns, and the Browns deserve it, and Arizona have Horrible quarterback contract situations. <laughs> Horrible. We're talking $240 million large for all three each. Can you imagine for those three quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, all of them are making 230 or higher. Damn. And, and Watson is fully guaranteed. A dumpster fire of a contract. And now... The Ravens are in a bind because Lamar Jackson wants the Deshaun Watson deal. He ain't getting that. No, he ain't getting, he no, ain't getting and, fully guaranteed. No, and I want to fully recognize something though. Lamar is better than any of those other oh, three yeah. quarterbacks yeah. I just easily. Named. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not huge on. It's kind of odd because I'm I'm a I grew up. I'm, Steve Young was my favorite quarterback. But Steve Young could throw the ball out of the pocket like nobody's business if he if he got the opportunity. I, I think Lamar's got a better skill set, and he's faster. He could throw a really good deep ball, and he's big, and he's bigger. Russell Wilson is a little guy. Kyler Murray is even smaller than Russell Wilson, which is maybe my height. <laughs> frightening. Oh, he's like five ten. Oh, he's taller like, than me. <laughs> 510 maybe like 185. You know, at least at least Russell's you know, 511 and a half, 210 or something like that. You know, but he yeah. thinks he wants to be Drew Brees and he's no Drew Brees. Ain't Drew Brees. No. No. Not no. at all. All right, we got a uh, one more topic we want to talk about here and um this is the Brian Flores thing right here. Uh, let's go ahead and do it. Uh, Rhodes actually knows a little bit more about this one here than me. But uh, Brown's request to interview Steelers defensive assistant Brian Flores. Oh, no, boy. This is going to be interesting. I Brian Flores with Deshaun Watson. I just thought Watson. about something. I just thought about something. Oh, what did you think? I just thought about something. Jimmy Haslam is sitting in Cleveland right now. Flores is going to interview for defensive coordinator. The writing is all over the wall on this. We get about seven games in the next season if he hires Brian Flores. The Browns are three and four with Watson, or two and five. He fires Kevin Stefanski and promotes Brian Flores to head coach. God, I got it. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on here. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> Y'all so remember they, they you hired him first. At, they hired him as an assistant. Fired the head coach and then he moves up. Because remember he was fascinated with Deshaun Watson when he was in Miami. Yeah. Boy, this could end up being the the woke oh, Olympics right here, man. Oh man. I tell you what, this is Laurel Hubbard and Leah Thomas <laughs> all competing on the <laughs> They um, have figured out a way to combine Olympic weightlifting with swimming. Oh boy. <laughs> uh let's see here. Make that two formal requests the Cleveland Browns have already made to fill their vacant defensive coordinator posts after the firing of Joe Woods. After requesting to interview the current linebackers coach of the New England Patriots, Gerard Ger- uh, Mayo, the Browns have now requested to interview the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins and current defensive assistant of the Steelers, Brian Flores. ESPN's Kimberly uh, Martin was all over it this morning, linking both of those names to the Browns before they requested interviews. It looks as though the Browns are going to move rather quickly to hire a new Defensive coordinator. Oh boy, this, this is probably man. You're probably right. The writing is probably on the wall. Think about it, because some people believe that Stefanski is potentially on the hot seat right now, which is utterly insane when you consider what he had to deal with. And can we just be honest here? Jacoby Brissett looked better than Deshaun Watson this year. And I'm not sure it was that close. They have literally taken Watson out of the game at times to bring Brissett back in for plays. Yeah, and also in all honesty, you know, Deshaun was out for two years. He didn't play quarterback for two years. Now, this is by his own doing, make no mistake. Absolutely. I mean, who knows... Who's to say that Deshaun Watson can still play quarterback at a high level, period? Yeah, two years yeah. is a long, long time, man. It's a long and then, time. And to then sit he out. only comes back for what, five, five games? Six? Yeah. Yeah, six games. Six games. Yeah, yeah. He's not big. I mean, the other day he got flagged because uh he was scrambling out of the pocket. A guy was about to kill him, and that some bitch got scared and threw the ball straight to an offensive lineman. <laughs> He got <laughs> – oh, I can't even remember what it was called. I think the flag was called illegal yeah, touching illegal or something. Touch- you cannot, <laughs> man, and I you was cannot, like, you can't make you this can't shit make up. You can't make this shit up, man. Illegal touching for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh, illegal touching for – oh, so good. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah. This is the stars are starting to align. It makes a lot of sense. Flores is a huge Deshaun Watson guy. And and look, the Browns can honestly say that most likely Flores would be the most qualified for that DC job. He would, probably would be. I mean, that's a fact. And yeah, he would be a good defensive coordinator. But it's all starting to come together now. If they see the writing on the wall or if if Stefanski is on thin ice, Flores is in the house as a natural long-term replacement for Stefanski. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We will have Wow's to see right. if that actually does happen. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Um, that's all we really had on deck. You know, you need, we need to talk about anything else. Hey, I want to, I'm going to clarify something on Watson because I know people think I am in generally a big hater of Watson. Um, yeah, I am now, but I was a big Deshaun fan before he got into trouble and before, before he went out there and, and requested a trade based on race. I was a huge Deshaun Watson guy, huge fan. I thought he was a top 10 quarterback, but if I'm being objective, the man set out for two seasons and he hadn't been in the league that long. Anyway, there's nothing saying that he's going to be what he used to be. And even at that, if we're also being honest, and this is the thing that people don't think about because they want to look at his track record as a general manager. Take the general manager job away from Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's a really damn good quarterback coach. Oh, yeah. And, and offensive coordinator. He's not a head coach. <laughs> well, no, he's honestly, Bill O'Brien's a pretty good head coach, too. Mm. He, he may. Look, don't tell don't tell that to uh Texans fans. The Patriots <laughs> want the Patriots want to bring him back and most people believe the deal is already done. He's coming back to be the OC in New England out of Alabama. But there is potential that Bill O'Brien may get another NFL job this year. Hmm. That that's a possibility. They ain't going to let him nowhere around the the player picking business, he's not going to get be allowed around that. Oh, but as yeah. singer is singerly a head coach, yeah. Look, great, great example. That, yeah, that's a good one right there. But college I mean, is different from the NFL. What he did at Penn State after the Sandusky scandal, I mean, that is shit. You got to be able to coach something to be able to yep. turn that program around like that. Yep. Uh, CAC with a $2 super chat playoff predictions. Well, the nightmare scenario is all set up in the AFC for, uh, the NFL, the chiefs, they got the number one seat and the buy by default. Not good. Bills. Number two, uh, since man, watch out for Cincinnati, man. I, I think I want, I think I'm going with the bills, but man, Cincinnati boy. Honestly, I think the Chiefs are like the third best team in the AFC. I don't think they can beat the Bills or and you know they really struggle with the um with the Bengals. NFC, that thing is so wide open, man. There's a bunch of frauds out there. Can Brock Purdy actually lead San Francisco to the Super Bowl? I don't tr the Eagles, don't trust them. The Bucks, they got problems. The Cowboys, you guys know where I stand. I love the Cowboys. I'm not even sure if the Cowboys are going to. You know what? I'm going to call it. Cowboys ain't winning this uh, game in Tampa Bay. It ain't happening. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> not with Pitt sits Dak. It ain't going to happen. Look, 
you always run the risk of, oh, y'all done fucked up and let Tom in the playoffs. <laughs> y'all done messed up and let Tom back in the playoffs. And the thing is, they ignored the last game, man, but Tom Brady looked pretty good when he was actually playing in that last game. Oh, He was good. Oh, Dak man. Prescott looks like dog shit. Uh, I, I, I know a lot of people have gotten on me because they're like, you know, you don't think Brock can blah, blah, blah. Because when, when Jimmy first got hurt, I was like, Ooh, I don't know about Super Bowl chances because just the general rule of thumb is rookie quarterbacks don't make the Super Bowl. No, that's the general rule of thumb. And, uh, Brock has not had a shit-the-bed rookie game yet. All quarterbacks have a shit-the-bed rookie game. Yeah. You know? and But I got to be real. Damn, Brock looks like he's been playing for 10 years. Dude, I saw him yawn on the field a couple of weeks ago during a drive. Yeah. I seen him yawn, and I was like, Man, if that dude is that cool out there, if his nerves are that cool that he can just yawn out on the mm -hmm. field during the middle of an NFL game when when the game's still close, I'm like, wow. Hmm. You know what? I think, the, I think the Niners are going to the Super Bowl. I was just about to say, I was about to say Bills versus Niners. Who you got for the AFC though? Chiefs. You you think so? Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. You think they can beat the Bills? The Chiefs? Well, the, well, not only that. You think they the, can beat the Bengals? The Bills better I mean, show. I'm they thinking can beat the I'm Chiefs. thinking you know what I picked the Bills? Very very close to picking the Bengals, man. Very close. That's how close that that Bengals team, man. Well, I got to tell you this. I would I would pick the Bengals before I'd pick the Bills. Hmm. I, look, it wouldn't shock. I'm not going to be shocked at all if we're going to have a repeat of the old Bengals 49ers Super Bowl. Not going to be shocked by that in the least. Not. Yep. It, hell, we may look up. We may look up five years from now and realize the Bengals are the new Buffalo Bills. Hmm. I could see them making the Super Bowl four years in a row and losing all four years. I don't see them making it four years in a row. Why? Joe Burrow's young. He could make. I know it four he's young. Years. That, but, that but team's man, got. You, you talking Jamar about Chase something though? You talking Joe about Mixon? something that's been done one time? The Buffalo Bills. Of the 1990s, people I understand where you come from. That ain't that ain't gonna happen. People <laughs> still don't understand how good the, those Bills. Teams oh, those were. Bills teams were great, man. I mean, there they are just, a lot. They of, ran into a buzzsaw on the Cowboys two times. Man, there, there's been a lot of Super Bowl champs since people, the Bills. That the Bills would have ran out the building. People don't realize, I guess, how great of a quarterback Jim Kelly was. Jim Kelly was one hell of a quarterback. Definitely 
one of the top QBs to not win a Super Bowl. He's the greatest QB ever to not win. Oh, not Dan Marino. But Jim Kelly's like in that yeah. probably that top three of QBs to never win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I gotta get. I, I mean, he's he's better than a, than a lot of guys that actually won Super Bowls too. So Dan and Jim are closer than people think, but. Yeah, yeah, I got to give it. It's, to Dan. it's that Dan, Dan oh, not Dan, but um, Jim Kelly only played what 10, 11 years because he actually played in the old um, USFL. I think he only played from nineteen. Remember, he was drafted in the eighty three draft, but he didn't play in the NFL until nineteen eighty six, and I think nineteen ninety eight was his last year, something like that. We're not talking about the 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 fact that that Saints job is probably going to end up being open too. And some pe- some people are thinking that um, I Sean Payton just going to go back there. I, I don't. I, a lot. Of, look, a bunch of people think that now. They think that's like. In fact, you know what the rumor is now. That Sh- oh. the Sean Payton and Tom Brady are going to the Saints. Yeah, I can. You know what. That'd be pretty good for Brady. Brady, right there. In a if dome, Sean Payton goes there. Yeah, in a dome, got some weapons. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes some sense. It really does. It'd sure be fun to watch. Yeah, and get to play against the Forty ers Yeah, I mean, just 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 to see him in that dome and everything. Be, I'm going to tell you if if I had my wish list and. Sorry, Mac Jones, uh, but if you got a set for a year or two, dude, I'd love to see him go back to the Patriots. I don't. That ain't gonna happen. I, I mean, if, I think he's kind of been there, done that. Bill Belichick. Last three years, we kind of seen like the real Tom Brady express last, himself. The last, yeah, but the, this year might have taught him he misses that militaristic style. Well. This is this has been sort what, of like what are the odds? What are the odds? And this probably won't happen. What if uh Tom Brady actually goes up to Buck's ownership and says, Bruce Arians, get your ass back down here? I thought about that. Some people it ain't, even, it ain't gonna happen though. Some people even wonder wondered would would Todd Bowles step aside and let Bruce come back for the playoffs, but that no, would have already happened. No. You know. Um, man, I don't know. Yeah, don't let's know. just face Todd Bowles is not a very good coach. He ain't no Bruce Arians either, and Bruce Arians ain't no Belichick. He's like a good in between kind of coach. You know, he's way better than um, what's that? What are we talking about here? Brady's probably going to Las Vegas. That'll be a good place too. With with Josh McDaniels and Gronk probably coming out of retirement. Yeah, I think Gronk is done, man. I don't know, I, man. I don't, he wanted he wanted to go to Las Vegas. You know, Gronk. I don't. I don't think so. He would have oh. a blast up there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jimmy G, absolutely. Look, guys, that thing right there, Jimmy G to the Jets. That's that's a true possibility. Because of those tight, you know, that's a 49ers staff up in New York. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Lafleur was on. How do you Niners get rid of um, your boy um, Uh Trey Lance? Oh, I just did you hear me? Uh, I said, did you hear me say uh uh before you even got the name out? Uh uh, don't don't go there, dude. How much did I hate that pick before they even made it? You hated it. You hated it even worse. Now I was I was like that motherfucker can't play, play, man. He cannot play. I said long before they drafted him. I was like, that motherfucker can't play dead. Please tell me they ain't about to draft him. God. <laughs> I am still so damn is, pissed off about get, that. He didn't even play his last season in college. Dude, he's played like three and a half games. They already know I he's know. a bust. I know it's North Dakota State. I know that. Bit time FCS school. I mean, but what the is. dude never played. And I wondered about. Even about Zach Wilson, too. I mean, what did they see from either one of those quarterbacks to think, we're going to do that second and third in the draft, in the whole damn draft. We're going to do that. Zach Wilson, who's like, I swear to God, he looks like he's 14. He looks like he's 14 years old out (laughs) there. Small. Trey Lance. One year at North Dakota State, and he—you can't even—you can't even be like, well, Carson Wentz came out of there. At least Carson Wentz was big. At least he's six three, two forty five. Trey Lance is like, what is he? He's—he's he's not very big either. Hmm. And played one year. I mean, and COVID happened. He set out. He had all that time to try to learn, didn't learn nothing. Nothing yep. except how to make it. As soon as I saw that video where he was making it rain, uh, did you remember that video where, where yeah, Trey, Lance, yeah. Trey Lance was making it rain with the the strippers? I just thought John Lynch is just shaking his head like, no, nope, you're out. Yep. You're done. Yeah. All right. That's bad when you got to bring the guy that was dating a porn star back in. <laughs> we're we're calling for Jimmy out of the bullpen, and and all I can remember is how happy those Niners players were when Jimmy was coming back in, and their <laughs> their starting quarterback just got his ankle snapped, and they're jumping up and down because Jimmy's coming back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, so man. funny! So funny! Uh, we got a, a Streamlabs donation here. A. Ramos Jr. for $5. Keep up the good work. Thank you. And we got a, one super chat here. CAC, $2. Lawrence Fields, Lance Jones, Wilson. Do they have they have Mac Jones behind trailer? Is that a joke? That's got to be a joke. Yeah, that's... Do y'all have any idea how bad the offensive situation <laughs> is in New England right now? I'm about to lose my it's mind. It's bad. It's bad. They've got Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinator. You look at his play sheet. All it says is seven different screens on it. Seven different screen passes and two dives down the middle. He's got seven plays on there. Matt, I can't believe what Bill Belichick did to a second-year quarterback that had had one of the best rookie seasons we'd ever seen. Mm. He said, you know what? Fuck Mac Jones. We're going to ruin his career. <laughs> he brought in, hey, and and Joe Judge is going to be your your quarterback coach. He, oh, boy. And, and you know what kills me is his special teams was a dumpster fire 
And Joe Judge, a good good special teams coach, didn't put him as special mm. teams coach. Yeah. That that's where Bill Belichick is thinks he's too damn smart. You know? Yep. yep. Too damn smart. Yep. Yeah. Well, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up here. Thanks for uh, showing up. Uh, Rhodes kind of went on a Rhodes rants there, but that that's his name. So <laughs> I don't uh, I don't do it near as much as I used to. No, no, Rhodes back on the old old Rhodes rants channel, man. He would drop like fifty f bonds on videos. He's yeah. cleaned it up. So I've cleaned it way up. Yeah, yeah. but uh, thank you guys. We will uh, be live on uh, Wednesday. 2.30 p.m. And we'll try to fit the videos to where we actually have a notification go out. So, Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Where did I see Where did I see that? Hold on. Where did, damn it, I saw a Mac Jones comment. I was going to highlight it and answer it. I, anyway, they said Mac Jones on the 49ers would be a pro bowler. That's all? I was thinking more like Hall of Fame. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get. Let's go. Yeah. Peace. We're out. Till next time.